you know, I think we should just start this out correctly. Baby, it's cold outside. There was a time not too long ago where people would get together in open fields or large buildings and listen to their favorite musical groups in large groups without masks while licking each other's foreheads. But these days, you have to be a little more careful, unless you're following certain political groups. Anyway, right now, everybody's pretty much trying to enjoy music on their own. But it's not the first time people have enjoyed music from afar. It's not the first time that musical experiences have been broadcast, either over wire or airwaves, across the country, or even farther, for people to enjoy in their own homes. Today... Um, your musical podument experiment. You had to think about how to fuck up the name, didn't you? I did. You, you were on it's a roll, so and then you were like, you almost right had name. it. God, how can I accidentally I almost make had it, it and then like my I eyes fucked up the name? Oh, I had to take a break for a minute and open another drink. Yeah. Damn, yeah. That, that, you were so close to actually getting out. You're going, you're uh, uh, black door music argument. Black the door black music, door music black argument. Black door music. Tool. Argument. You lost it. It's, yeah. Dot red. Pogument. We're talking about music in the COVID era, era, days, time. Yeah. I think era. I, yeah. I era. feel like we're in a full on era. Era. I'm, All right. I COVID think we've era. reached it. All right. And just real quick, before we continue on, uh, when people are licking each other's foreheads, is someone like handing out Molly with it being like taped to their forehead and they have to like lick it off or something? Or, or yeah, what that, or ac- e. that or acid, man. Don't take the brown acid. Fair enough. All right. Cool. Uh, well, I'm Karsten. I'm Carrie. I'm Joshua. I'm Barry. So really, kind of where some of this started from is, again, as Barry has said, there's there's plenty of conversation, depending on the circles that you're in, about you know music in today's today's world and how people are interacting with it. And, and really, it's not necessarily a new thing for people to take part in music from afar. And I mean, that, that can be everything from... You know, a concert that you, you're watching on, I don't know, MTV back in the day when they played music. Or when you're watching something like the New Year's Eve show. But I think that in many cases, people are actually associating it with this whole new idea. Because there are all of these new, you know, knockoff only fans for musicians that are spreading throughout the world for people to use. And I think it's a great opportunity for musicians to actually create music in today. And I feel like there's so much more music in some cases coming at you from every direction than there was a year ago. And yet at the same time, it feels almost more isolated, which is kind of an interesting take. But I feel like, and I know we've covered some of this before, I would love to talk a little bit more about some of the history that kind of led us here in terms of the music side of things. Barry, do you happen to have that notes? Great. <laughs> do you happen to have notes for your uh, your Bing Crosby lecture you gave us well, on the Christmas episode a few years ago? Yeah, but and I, how many I, notepads do you have in front of you? Oh, I yeah, just have notepads. one notepad and a laptop. Well, I mean, I, wow. I got the iPad, which I'm communicating with you guys on. But so what? What? What's the brand of the laptop? It's a Dell. It's my work computer. Today's podcast <laughs> is brought to you by Dell. We are so hip. They even contacted us with their old slogan. You're getting a Dell, dude. <laughs> I miss that pothead. Anyway, <laughs> so I think, you know, for a very long time, people caught shows at the county fair or or maybe knew someone who played piano or, or guitar. Other than that, a lot of people, unless you were really wealthy, didn't listen to music live. Didn't listen to much music at all. But in the uh, in the 1920s, radio became a thing where shows were broadcast across the nation. Uh, you know, one of the, the most popular shows ever and longest running was Grand Old Opry, which was started in 1925. And that kind of show really started people getting together in their homes to listen to a radio broadcast of a live performance in Nashville. And so this happened uh, with... Uh, jazz music and swing and uh, country and all kinds of music but i mean it was very popularized for you know the the country music because a lot of the country fans were living you know in the country where getting to town to a concert was not easy to get to so that's kind of the first example of you know listening to these live concerts from a distance but at the same time people would get together at their houses like 
you know, every Saturday night, you don't have anywhere else to go to, you know, you're out on the farm. And so a couple of your neighbors come by because you're the guy with the radio and, uh, and it goes from there. But then again, uh, just like Karsten was saying, uh, this led to a revolution in technology because after World War II, uh, Bing Crosby was getting worried about his, uh, major asset, his voice, and he was being asked by NBC to do two shows a night. So he actually invested his in his his own money in companies to develop uh, technology that could accurately replay performances that were broadcastable. Because before that, you could get uh, records, but the record, uh, you know, the records that you had were wax. They would degrade quickly, and there wasn't that good of quality to begin with. So actually, a live broadcast was a lot better sounding than a record from the from the 20s and 30s. So uh, that and thus became the the lyrics the video killed the radio star. You know, that's for later in my speech about MTV. Yeah, we're not supposed oh, to sorry, interrupt. Sorry, jumping him. the gun there. You you said broadcast and radio, so I just yeah. And we've let Barry talk All for right. like solid minutes now. Yeah, so. I know. <laughs> but you know when I, I actually mean, I do work on carefully loosely paying attention to him whilst playing like i don't know pong with my head in the camera i was gonna say my favorite part of that was just watching you like the other people just like answer text messages and like look around the room and that's great jesus you know karsten asked me to do something <laughs> and you just bitch about it when i do it so what do you what do you guys no, think I didn't about complain. the uh, i thought it was great i was actually gonna let you keep going do you have more well just yeah, a little bit more because uh as mentioned by Josh, video killed the radio star on August 1st, 1990, or sorry, 1981, which was the first song ever played on MTV. Uh, and that run, that programming ran until 1991, which they, when they started creating their own shows to play on the program. But before that, they would have VJs come on and play music videos. And I remember, I'm old enough, where... You might sit on the phone with your friend, uh, not long distance, of course, because your parents would kill you, but you'd watch MTV and chat on the phone. And uh, so you'd be watching these uh, music videos. Yeah, uh, yeah, Carson? Yeah, I just want to go ahead and make my standard self-deprecating comment. I never had that experience because I didn't have any friends. All right, carry on, Barry. (laughs) But anyway, that was the time when MTV was really MTV. After that, for a long time, they played music videos, yes, but they pushed more and more towards their programming, uh, uh, you know, reality shows and Beavis and Butthead. Uh, but, uh, and, and nowadays, people like me wish you could sue things like the History Channel and MTV because their names are lies, bastards. But, yeah, that's kind of the history of how we've been enjoying music from afar for... You know, the pre-computer age. And that brings us to today's second sponsor, the History Channel. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you guys get for sponsorship? Oh, God damn it. Yeah, they didn't give me anything. Just a tour to the Smithsonian. And oh, really? That's it? I, yeah. I, have, I have to serve on one of the crap I even had to for pay free. for my own plane ticket. Carrie? Um, I got the flute from a Civil War reenactment. Oh, they just sent me a single of the Bloodhound Gang song. <laughs> mm. The song. I like that it's a the, the song. song. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wasn't really sure I needed to say anything more than that. I figured you guys knew exactly what I was talking about. Oh, of course. It's the Discovery Channel. So I think that as we're as we're talking about some of those music from afar, a lot of things that we that we think about are um, it, it goes back such a long, long, long ways. Like, so this is a point of the podcast where Karsten started rambling and he could not figure out what he was saying. He had been thrown off kilter. So I'm just going to put this here instead of the actual nonsense that he was spewing. Uh, trust me, this is a better option for the moving forward with the podcast. Yeah. You know, I will say one of the other things that I don't know if you guys have enjoyed these, but my parents went through a phase where they were buying all these uh, DVDs of live concerts. 
and I never actually like considered. Nickelback? Yeah, they got a couple of those. But I, I cool. never thought about watching them until my parents were like, hey, you want to watch a, a concert? We've got, you know, I don't know. Well, Neil Diamond's always one that they have. But they had a couple other classic rock ones. You know, I think like uh, Eagles and, you know, they, they're they well-made. New York uh, Dolls? Yeah, I, my parents are big New York Dolls fans. Uh, but they, uh, they're actually pretty uh, fun to watch. You know, I don't think I'd want to watch them by myself, but watching with other people, they're, they're pretty fun. But, okay, so, so just kind of, this is going to lead very far into where we are today, but I think something that you've actually mentioned a couple times now is you would stay on the phone and listen to MTV, and that was just a thing you do where you were talking with your friends and taking part in the music. And right. then here again, you're talking about these shows that it's it's not something you necessarily want to watch by yourself but you know if someone was there you'd definitely turn it on and watch it with them right and i think that also for me if you were talking about watching a recording of a show that i've seen live like i've seen a performance live i may be more interested in seeing a recording of it than if it's something that i hadn't ever seen in person now that's an assumption i think the other factor of it is it kind of depends on what type of show it is um so i was talking with a buddy who had gone to see i don't remember what show it was I won't even pretend to make it up here on the spot, but he talked about how he was spent all the time just looking at the screens up to the side with the video camera, the camera angles that they would change to on all the musicians. And, you know, I jokingly said, oh, wow, you paid a lot of money to go and watch the home video of it in person. And he was like, oh, damn. Now I, I literally the switch yeah. just clicked in his head. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I'm just kidding, dude. It's a whole experience you're paying for. And he goes, yeah, but literally I don't know that I looked at the band much. I just watch the camera and then he actually said i don't know if that's just because youtube has trained me to trust the cameraman over well that's anything like, else but you know you see you see people taking their smartphones or what have you recording their kids at their concerts at school not now but back before covid and you're like okay so the only view of this concert is going to be through your smartphone you know you're not actually going to see your kid singing you're just going to see it through your smartphone screen so, have you actually gone to one of your kids' concerts, yeah, Barry? Yeah, I have. <laughs> and did you watch it through the screen, or did you actually watch oh, it? Oh, I watched it, because my daughter is hilarious. <laughs> Do you think she's standing up and singing? No, she is down, pouting, and she's scurrying around people's feet. It's it's quite entertaining. <laughs> so she takes after you? Yeah. <laughs> Barry is known to just get down and scurry around people's feet. Mm. <laughs> Feats. Oh, God. Yeah, no, but, well, and that's a whole other conversation I think you can have about the, how are you actually living your life through what kind of filters and whether you want to live mm-hmm. it through the camera lens or whether you don't. And that's, that's. I like a, the blue light filter. That's pretty good. <laughs> I wanted to get back I, I, to one of your things you were talking about, your concert, like you'd be more interested in watching a concert that you actually attended. Well, well I mean, more of like a band that I'd seen or okay. a performer that I'd seen. But I mean, I, I don't. I don't know. I'm also pretty weird about that. Like the whole idea of having the camera out. Like I, I, I went to the dead mouse show and I really didn't take many pictures or videos outside of just a couple. Cause my kids are big dead mouse fans and wanted to uh-huh. see pictures. And, and that was that because it's really that for me, I was really wanting to take part in that moment. And it, it, it's to me, you take a video of it and I, it, it's kind of like you think about the idea of, Hey, I took a bunch of pictures of the Hoover dam. Do you want to see him? No, I don't. But good on you. <laughs> yeah. Cool. I mean, like, I always enjoy that kind of stuff. But yeah, okay, I was just whatever, thinking, Josh. you know, one of the one of the concerts that I think I enjoyed watching the DVD of the most is, you know, uh, a Queen concert because obviously I've never seen one. And when you see these filmed in these huge stadiums, they did these huge stadium tours. You actually get the, you know, kind of the uh, grandeur of the whole show and so i thought that was pretty interesting and mm. you know watching it um so you're watching dvd on a big screen tv so you little use lose a little of the sharpness but you still get a, a, a pretty good view of of what was going on and and at what point did michael meyer uh come onto the screen in a in an old gremlin yeah, no. <laughs> Did I stretch too much for that <laughs> reference? Or? No, I got it. Wayne's World, we're there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was, uh, yeah, no, I got it. I'm... Yeah, I was watching the Queen concert when they were driving down the road singing along. Yeah, I got it. <laughs> but that was pre-Licorice Dispenser, so you kind of yeah. lost me. 
Everybody had to have a paper cup in their pocket. <laughs> in case you spew. <laughs> um, along those same lines, I went to a, a Blink-182 show. What does this have to do with spewing? It has nothing to do with... Well, Tom oh, okay, right. was there, so... I thought it was the, the cup in your pocket. That was... I thought the connection was obvious with... Yeah, with Tom. But anyway, um, I went to a Blink-182 show, and it was... Well, it was a, like, whole festival called Epicenter in 2010. Um, and, yeah, so it, I think it was the tail end of Blink's reunion tour. Um, but they... They played, and then later, like, all of the, the videos were released on YouTube of, like, every single song. But they didn't mic the audience at all, so it was just, like, the band. And it was super awkward to just hear, like, just a live band and no cheering and, like, no singing along. Like, it sounded like they were playing to four people that were not into the show, so and it was real I, bad. So I will actually say, that's actually a thing that's decisions made in how people will stream and record. And... If you ever watch the video playback of the Cybertruck announcement by Tesla, hey, this one we wish was brought to you by Tesla. So if so, hit us up, you know. Elon. Yeah. How you doing? I'll drive us out, Elon. But so at the Cybertruck announcement, when Tesla did their feed, you couldn't hear the audience. It was literally just like the performer's mic and that was it. And it looked so awkward because as Elon Musk was talking about these things, he would just kind of stand there awkwardly and robotic and people gave a whole lot of crap about it. Well, if you go on YouTube and you watch it from anybody's cell phone, they had up in the air, he's literally interacting with the crowd and responding to the crowd. And it was really a travesty from the announcement standpoint that like they didn't have the crowd in there. And I think that that's part of it is when you think about a live performance of any kind, if you don't acknowledge the crowd as essentially being fifth band member or whatever it is, mm-hmm. you're missing out. And, and again, I think like uh, from uh, the live album, Mark, Tom and Travis show by Blink-182 at mm-hmm. one point they, I'm paraphrasing here. I won't get it right, but they're like, Oh, Hey, do you guys want to hear a new song? And they cheer and they go, great. Cause if you would have said no, we were going to play it twice. And I love that. <laughs> and it's that perfect using the crowd as part of the interaction. And I think that whenever you have a live recording, live show, et cetera, you have to just have them as part of it because that's, mm-hmm. that's that's what you're there. And and again, I think that the part that I was bringing up a little earlier and I keep going back to is it's that experience. You want to be there with people. Um, and you see the huge show for Queen. Or to me, I think that the ones that are kind of like that is EDM shows in a big way. Not that rock shows can't have this, but these these EDM festivals that in not 2020 are just these massive, you know, group with you and, you know, 10, 15,000 of your closest friends all going to this concert all night for an experience. What are the pyrotechnics like? What are the lighting like? What's the sound like? Who's playing? Like everything becomes a part of that. And for me, you watch a video and the video is really cool, but Mm -hmm. it's totally different than being there. I think there's something too about like the live element of it. Um, Skipping ahead again to 2020. Um, Mm -hmm. Uh, one of my favorite artists, Lights, um, was doing these Instagram like shows. So she just went live on Instagram with her acoustic guitar. She <laughs> and over quarantine, she's been learning how to throw knives. So um, she wrote different songs out on pieces of paper and then threw knives at them, and then the knives chose which songs she would perform. Um, but she just like had her acoustic guitar, just played songs from her, yeah, from her albums or covers. But the part that was cool, I think, was, like, just that live element and the crowd all being on Instagram and, like, typing in the comments, but still feeling like you're a part of this experience and you're seeing, like, whatever could happen, happen. There's nothing edited. And um, not to call her out, but on one song, she, like, forgot a lyric and she, she just, like, stopped playing. And she said, the issue is that, like, if we were in person and you guys were a crowd, like, you would just sing back to me. Like, I would just pretend this was Mm -hmm. what it, you know, like a trick of mine. And I would just let you sing until I remembered what the lyric is. But I don't remember my own lyric right now. So someone needs to type it. And then we had to wait a couple seconds. And then, like, all of a sudden, everyone started, like, you started seeing all of the lyrics pop up. Um, But I think there's that element, too, of, like, like watching a video is so much different than watching it live because videos, I mean, some of are edited, but even if they're not, it's like, well, it already happened. I wasn't really a part of that experience. 
we're live even when it's you know when there's only a virtual crowd typing i think has its own atmosphere mm-hmm. well it's a it's it's a different way of adapting to it and I, I don't know if we want to go ahead and go there part of what actually gave the the idea for talking about this show or about this episode i mean is these just really how we partake in music but the one that really jumps out to me in terms of today's world is these Fortnite concerts that they're doing and mm-hmm. um so i don't believe anybody else on here has actually i'll throw air ups gone to one of these air quotes um but the whole thing is if you're not familiar with Fortnite, um it is this video game from epic games shout out to epic games um and uh in in this particular place they have it's known for their battle royale or um, their save the world, where you, it's a player versus environment versus a player versus player, and that's really what the game was. Well, earlier this year, um, well, not just earlier this year, but in the past, they'd actually done like many concerts where they had these special events where you could go into the into the game and you could go see like Marshmallow did shows there, and you could go and see Marshmallow inside the map, and you know, et cetera. They had a concert and they'd give away free cosmetics for your avatar and that was that well they did the the last major one of those that i that i'm aware of was the the travis scott one and the travis scott one was crazy um so i was able to watch through a screen i actually had to work but my son actually went to that one and he was uh okay i'll say virtual babysat by my brother who was there with him and so they're in voice together, listening to the music, experiencing all of this, where you still have the ability to like run and move around with other people, all while this music is is going on, and it really is all that sensory that you know you'd look for at a concert for some of the bigger concerts, but in this world that you can actually be a part of. And um, if you haven't seen clips of it that's out on YouTube, you can kind of see it and watching the clips are like, oh yeah, it's kind of neat. Some kids are, you know, this, this cartoon is running around, but when you're in there and you can actually move around and there are groups of people and you can go and you can emote or dance, you know, with them or, you know, whatever at that one, there were times where you're flying through the air, they're changing gravity, you're blown back, you know, a hundred feet and you can run and move and build. And it, it, it really creates this whole different element that you you didn't have beforehand now they released this new section of the game called party royale uh again shout out epic um but within party royale they have concerts and movie trailers they did a bunch of stuff for shark weeks you could go and like watch some of the shark week stuff inside of there but the concerts to me are the one that i think are the most fascinating so like my boys and i we both have gone or all three of us have gone to a number of those as like a group and we have other friends that'll join us there and we all go to these concerts. So there was one night where it was, this is back in April, maybe May. Um, it was Dylan Francis, Steve Aoki and dead mouse all in Fortnite battle Royale. And so you'd go in there and you can't, you can't hit other people. You don't build, you don't have weapons. It's literally just going and hanging out. And inside of it, they have this little stage that's built that has just like, it's like a big screen but then they have like bounce pads and you have different elements you can bring to it. So they have like you can throw a bounce pad down and everyone's jumping 100 feet up in the air or whatever. And so you're able to really take part on it. You can click a button and just focus on just the artist playing. But it's you and I don't know how many million people are all in different servers. And it's like a maximum of 30 people per server. But So you have a tight-knit group that's like a worldwide thing all going on simultaneously. And... To me, it's it's very much it's just kind of a crazy futuristic thing, and I know that when I brought this up, I don't know if you want me to go there, or Josh. If you want to cut me off and go to what we already talked about with this, yeah. Well, I was just gonna say like it's it's very much like I, I don't know if, if anybody's seen the movie Ready Player One or if you've read the book uh, yep. about it, but like the the Oasis, like being mm-hmm. inside of the Oasis and having these experiences with concerts, and that's kind of where people go to escape and be with each other mm-hmm. um, in that time. Uh, it's it's very much like that. I, I took a look at uh, the Travis Scott uh, astronomical uh, concert. Like I, I watched all the videos through that. And yeah, it's it's pretty cool. And then watching like all the like you're seeing different um, like of these small community parties that are happening, even though like there's millions of people watching it. But you're seeing like small parties of like 30 and how they interact with each other. It's it was actually really interesting. I, I kind of liked it. Mm hmm. 
Yeah, for sure. It's definitely like the Oasis. And in so many cases, like I look at it like, you know, looking back over the last year, we had a couple things that we were thinking about doing. There is an all ages show, I believe, in Chicago that we were looking at taking the kids to because it was an earlier evening show. And, you know, we're sometimes cool parents and we opted not to. And now it's like, well, dang it, we should have. And for them, like these are experiences that they get really excited about. I'm like, that's a whole world that they just love to take part in. It's the, you know, they want the lights dim and their headphones on and just go and experience it. And it's kind of funny because when we go into these, it's so much to me, like when I was young and go, would go to concerts with friends and, you know, with their parents, my parents weren't cool like that, but it was the, all right, we're all inside. We know where we're going to meet back up. See you in four hours. Hope you're all alive, you know? kind of deal mm-hmm. and it's so it, it's so similar to that and for me it's it, it's like nostalgic and exciting at the same time where I go in with my kids and you know we all enter together we're all kind of at the concert and then one of them will all of a sudden show up on a dirt bike or something that they have in the game and go cruising around and you know they try to time their jumps on that with the music and it it's so much it reminds me of again being in person where you're like oh well here comes that person crowd surfing or hey man i haven't seen you are you it's good to see you're alive that's not the shirt you were wearing earlier you know that kind of thing that just happens and i think that that with those it's definitely like they've they found a way to kind of market to a different age group about how to experience some of those in today and for me i'm curious what that means and looks like for music for the future for that generation that's getting that because right that also go ahead yeah sorry i didn't mean to cut you off no no you're good well, like I, I was kind of almost thinking, like I, I went on and looked at some of the Twitch uh, concerts that are mm-hmm. out there, and yeah, and so like there's this whole like thing. So uh, an artist gets onto a stage, at least the ones that I I was watching, like they have a DJ behind them, and then they get onto the stage and they start rapping, and they have like certain things that they want all of their viewers to, like, hey, everybody with the blue butterflies, like I want to see you right now, like like put something up on the screen, uh, and. And then the performer uh, will come out uh, on, and and start uh, start singing. Uh, I don't know. I I thought it was really cool. Uh, the, so they they've got this. It's it's one person out there. He's he's sharing his art, and they're interacting with people in a completely different way, and yet people are still getting this musical experience that is personal and bigger at the same time i don't even know how to explain that mm-hmm. other than that yeah no and i think that also with with twitch specifically as well for for me that's been something i've been actually keeping up on a, a lot for um i'm i'm a big fan of mashups i have been um party ben and dj lobster dust for the two that i've been really attached to for like eight plus years at least that those are kind of my two that i'm like the most drawn to and then you know white panda um afterwards a few years later maybe maybe 10 years now for those ones and then white panda like two three years later anyway it doesn't really matter um but lobster dust is one that's been on my bucket list i've just wanted to see him in person and um primarily just place in new york and that's kind of it so if you're not there at the right time well you know he's going live on twitch like four hours a day right now and so it you know you have your notifications on and you get all these great mashups that He's DJing through, and it's it's fantastic. And then he introduced me to, well, by saying he introduced me, he just rebroadcasted DJ Woo Woo, DJ underscore Woo Woo, if you're looking for those. And uh, she goes live on the uh, West Coast. And so, like, we get these random scatterings of time where, like, a couple buddies of mine who we are all kind of listening to it, um, we may be up gaming at, you know, 11 o'clock at night, and DJ Woo Woo goes live, and we're all listening to that while we're playing, you know, Call of Duty or something. Yeah, I'm cool. I am hip with the the happenings and stuff. I play games. Um, But no, it's this whole world that honestly, I wouldn't necessarily have looked for it a year ago. So I mean, Mm -hmm. honestly, they could have been doing this a year ago. But um, on a stream, I think it was last weekend, um, one of the people asked Lobster Dust, like, are the clubs not open in New York? And he just replied, no, I think I prefer doing it on Twitch. And so they're going live. Well, you're thinking about some of the money that they can make off of that as well. Like one of these, not necessarily one of those two, but they were talking about that they have, you know, 100, 200 subscribers. Well, each one of those subscribers are good for like five bucks a month. Like it's really not bad. Like 
depending on how often you're streaming, it's a good way to make some extra money outside of even donations. And so they have a whole model that can actually be very successful. And it's commercial free, just like Pandora. Right. And I think, but the thing is like, it's very, we're getting as many shout outs as possible in here. <laughs> this is, this is, um, God, what was that called? The one from Popstar, Never Stop, Never Popping. I can never get the name right of that movie. But they have a verse that's just all the catchphrases. That's essentially what we're doing here for, like, just naming every brand that does anything. Um, yeah. Uh, so, back at it. But, so on <laughs> Twitch, like, there are these people that are going live all the time. And it's one of those that, as someone's looking to make money as a musician there is a certain amount of how do they actually get compensation for that. And these models, because everyone is right now kind of open and looking for those things. It's actually a really successful model. I think for a number of them where you go live on Twitch or on wherever, and you have your Venmo up there and people are looking for those. And I feel like that's again, where we're getting so much new content all the time, which will lead me to a quick tangent. If everyone will. Okay. This, this last week, Vince Diesel, Vin Diesel dropped a new club <laughs> song. Vince Diesel? Vince Diesel, Vince yeah. Vin Diesel. Diesel. Mr. Family himself. And what I think the weirdest the thing about that is the, yes, the the album art is him smiling. And I just feel uncomfortable about that. Like, kind of just off to the side. Uh-huh. Uh, and yeah. But I don't know about you, but I feel like I do. Oh, God. <laughs> Did you have that written down? No Were you waiting for that podcast. one? Oh, I was waiting for that one. I have it written down. Yeah, it's <laughs> definitely in front of me. I like that. So Carson sent this out to us earlier, and I listened to it. I probably like six times today, just because like I was laughing so hard uh, when listening to it. Like the first time, I wasn't sure if it. I'm like, oh my, oh my god, is this is this Vin Diesel really? <laughs> Oh my God! Is he auto tuning his voice right now? And like, there's <laughs> just so much happening. And <laughs> it's that yeah, weird gravel that I was like, "What the hell is going on with his? Is this I? Yeah. I gotta share this." Like, and he didn't even say the word Groot, and it was so <laughs> disappointing. Or family? Does he say family? <laughs> he didn't say family in there. Oh, man, I feel it's possible. Um, yeah, no, and I will say also, I, I recognize that I think most of this group probably gets pretty annoyed by the sheer amount of content that I send out at sometimes, or text. I definitely know one of you just mutes the group if we text too much, not calling out anyone, Josh, um, <laughs> and then we'll forget that he should unmute it because all of us are having a conversation and he does, he's not taking part in it. So there's definitely been a time when It'll it's be like, like a couple weeks and then like, yeah. oh, yeah, I should turn those back on. It's like someone needs to text him directly. <laughs> Why do I have 170 him messages? Yeah. <laughs> he's just watching that red bubble go up and he's cool with it. Um, but yeah, no. So I, I know sometimes I am curious if you guys ever actually do listen to some of the stuff I sent out. But yeah, uh, Vin Diesel, that one was that one was special. But again, it goes back to. There are so much. There's so much music being released in all kinds of different avenues, and I think that some of it is just this is a time when you know everyone can kind of do a lot of those things. People who maybe, especially those that produce at home, or in like home studios, or can record some sections of it, it, it it's a really easy process. I think too, like so, Twitch made me think of um, Mark Hoppus during this time, like of Blink One Eighty Two. Um, Mark Hoppus got really into Twitch, like, and he's playing, like, Animal Crossing, um, the hardcore stuff, and his son is also, like, has been playing a lot, too, and they have, like, a weird, I don't know, I popped on to one of them, and, like, the whole audience, like, knows Mark's son, Jack, and is, like, talking to him about, like, how school is going, it was kind of weird, um, but at some point, at, a couple of them, Mark just like sat with an acoustic guitar and played like some Blink songs and some Plus 44 songs, which I'm a big fan of Plus 44 and I never got to see them live. So that was nice. You for can me. now. They just have added a different member and are going by Blink 182. I know. But they don't play any of their songs from <laughs> When Your Heart Stops Beating, Karsten. So maybe if you send them a message and say, I really love the, the current Plus 44 lineup, can you guys add a couple of your original songs to this Blink 182 <laughs> cover band? If you want me to sing the female part on Make You Smile, I volunteer as tribute. Also, um, just for fun, can you play some boxcar racer songs as well? 
<laughs> Whoops. You can have the new guy sing those ones too. It'll be fine. P.S. <laughs> whatever happened to Angels and Airwaves? Um, but yeah, so he was just like sitting with a guitar and playing and messing around. And I was thinking like from an artist perspective, it must be like, I'm sure everyone is getting itchy to like go out and tour. Like that's their life. And like, I'm Not sure. Not play. <laughs> <laughs> all right so so, speak, so speaking of going out and touring, so speaking of going out and touring i don't know if you guys are on, have have looked at billboard.com lately um but october 9th through the 11th uh i just got to get this out there because hansen is kicking off their first live stream concert series oh my Ooh. god yeah. nice i mean and just to read the, the description, the Pop Rock Trio will be doing three shows each month through January. But they're starting in October. So, play their own instruments. If they were to troll really hard for their first show and just play Mbop on repeat for like 30 minutes, yeah. I would actually like want to <laughs> sign up just to watch that. And just to be like, oh, oh everyone who goes, oh, do you have another song other than that? Honestly, probably break the internet with people watching just mbop on repeat <laughs> oh yeah like, i'd be there i'd be totally in for that and then it's so what what it also says is october will celebrate the 15th anniversary of hansen's the best of hansen live and electric <laughs> wow so yes it will just be umbop on repeat for 15 minutes there's gotta straight. be four I more songs <laughs> i i don't i don't really have a problem with them but like again it's hard when you may have out, you may have songs that are more than just those ones, but it's what you're remembered for. So, mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, uh, can any of you name any song by Alien Ant Farm that isn't their cover by Michael Jackson? <laughs> no. Barry looked like he was going to try for a second and then was like, nah, I don't care. No. <laughs> they had the one about the movies. I really like that. Just, just <laughs> like the movies. Play at our own scene. Yeah, there you go. But yeah, I mean, it's hard when you're when you're kind of <laughs> going there. But no, I think everybody has a live stream something going on at one time or another, and maybe not everybody. And I hope I just hurt someone's feeling by they were like, "Here I am sitting at home not doing it," and they're like, "Well, now the bastards think I won't do anything." Damn right, Ozzy. Where are you? I know. I'm even Avril Lavigne is playing on October 24th. Mm. So. Just wow. thrown it out there. Wow. Yeah. Billboard.com. Is she still married to the Nickelback guy? No. No. I know way too much about Sorry. And this one was I know too much about Nickelback. Barry was like, not even half a second. Is she still married to? And he, he was like, if, if, he's like, yeah, I know too much about Nickelback. If you would have said that some 41 guy, he would have been like, oh, nope. Mm-mm, no, nine. No. <laughs> Yeah, no, he's just really disappointed he wasn't able to go to the concert. So yeah, I, I am. We we had tickets for Nickelback this oh. year, and we lost out. <laughs> we bought back row tickets, like intentionally. It was a pain in the ass to let us pick our tickets to yeah. get back row tickets. And my wife because we going thought either. it would be so funny. Yeah, and, and like we, <laughs> like I had a whole mess of these tickets, and we were gonna go back row. We were gonna have shirts made for it, like. And then our plan was we were going to have a whole social media thing that we were going to be like, here we are. I think everyone's in on it. No one wants to be here, but there are a ton of people here, mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> and like well, to me, I I think it would be it was going to be a fun show. I, I, I swear it would have been fun outside of all the Nickelback jokes. I bet it would have been a great show. Dude, if you get to hear Photograph and Rockstar, you know, you, you paid for those tickets. Oh, man. Oh, hey, this reminds me. Um. That was all I just wanted to say. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm going to hop in as the uh, elder statesman of the group. I I, I, I don't... Nice hopping. I don't get the... I, I watched the clips for the things. They were interesting, especially like the, uh, the jazz Which fusion. Things, just to clarify, we've talked well, about the f- like 90 things. Right. No, no, all of them. The, the Fortnite. I don't the Fort- get this blinking. No. Who's no, the, blinking and why Fortnite are they concert. doing it 182 <laughs> times? Yeah. Your eyes are why fine. Why do you guys 
keep talking about the sum of 44. Why well, are we talking about multiple weeks? <laughs> Why what is the switch Fortnite? you are speaking of? <laughs> I don't know. The Fortnite concerts seem to be large lobbies waiting for games to start. All right. I'm just going to say it. Sorry, Barry. Yeah. Sorry. I, I don't get it. Sorry. Uh, you let your I kids mean, the music the was house? fine, and I like tried it out because I... Uh, First, I watched it on my phone. I was like, well, obviously, I'm not getting it on my phone. I need to watch it like if I was gaming. So I put it on the big screen and and uh, some decent headphones. And I was like, yeah, and especially the jet. So you could pretend like you were gaming? Right. Did you hold a controller to, like, pretend? No, but I wasn't wearing pants, so it's just like gaming. With Doritos? <laughs> no, not Doritos. Cheetos. Cheetos. Jeez. <laughs> it's like you've never played a game, Carrie. Gosh. How Poser alert. Bear. um no but i it actually i was really enjoying the dead mouse part because i i do enjoy dead mouse but i was like why don't you just show dead mouse (laughs) and like get these people stop hopping they're very distracting to me so you actually tinsel's very distracting what's that when you're in there you can actually hit hit a button and it'll actually just focus on the show oh okay and so you don't see the other people um, but I will like, say, like, they have, like, the bounce pads and things like stuff that you can actually yeah. throw at the ground, and then everyone's jumping. And on the the new one, the one that was just, like, last weekend, um, it was Slushy. And um, Slushy show, they actually added the ability to actually control all the emotes at the same time. So everyone will do, like, the same thing. It'll be, like, you know, right. choreographed, synchronized, whatever. And that was pretty cool. Um, sorry. Go ahead, old man. I'm sorry. I didn't Well, no. I mean, so... I like the quality of the music until I got to like the jazz fusion clip. You said, I don't know who's the, the artist. Yeah. Was. I forget. Yeah. But the, that one paused. And after the third pause, I was like, fuck this. I cannot put up with these pauses because uh, the server was that obviously maxed out. If you're holding the controller and you keep hitting the start button, oh. it usually pauses things. Uh, <laughs> no, but the people who had recorded the clip were still talking when the pause happened in the music. And so I like, I, re- I, I, I loved listening to like the uh, like the Dead Mouse and the guy before Dead Mouse. I forget who that was. Uh, I, I'm not on. I'm not up on like EDM guys. But Mouse Rat. No. <laughs> That's totally different. Are you talking about Dylan Francis, Steve Aoki, and yeah, Steve Aoki and uh, Dead Mouse? Yeah. Yeah. Not uh, Scarecrow Boat. Uh, but the the Instagram <laughs> ones when like the people are like, yeah, I'm gonna do this live from my bedroom. I'm always like. You didn't sound treat that room, and your mic sucks. Stop. You're obviously rich. Go get the proper equipment and record something of decent quality. This is embarrassing. Yeah, but at the same time, I will say the difference is it sounds more it, like it. there's the part where you go, I want to hear the top quality, or I want to hear someone that sounds like they're sitting in their living room. And like if you're like, hey, going live from my bathroom, and you're like, oh, oh fuck, yeah, let's do this. You didn't sound treat that. I hear your diarrhea. Josh just exploded a drink all over his face. We might as well stall for him. Hey, um, did you guys notice the weather's changing? No. And baby, the basement. Oh, baby, it's, it's cold, cold outside. outside. It is cold outside. Fuck, it's cold outside. Yeah. No, I don't know. I'm just. Anytime I, I click like on like a YouTube, that just spray up in his face and just like throw the drink back. He before we started recording, and I believe before you were in here, Carrie, he actually said that's what was going to happen when he opened it, and then we just got to watch it and happen like forty minutes later, and it still that's happens. Amazing. Like, all right, so which beer is this again? All right, so Anheuser Busch, we appreciate your sponsorship. Uh, <laughs> this Goose Island beer, though, like. Seriously, cut down on the carbonation because, like, the small cans, like, they explode right away. Well, they got to put something ones, in there. They're not putting any flavor. You get at least, flavor. like, a second before they explode on you. It's like fireworks. That's why I'm enjoying rocket surgery from Baby, Surly. you're a firework. <laughs> Thank you, Carson. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to have a Super, time ha- or Super Bowl halftime show that's just a Zoom video call. Of a bunch of musicians all playing things at their own. And you can just mute whichever one you don't want. And then just like, we're appeasing to everyone. Just give us Weird Al this year. Just give us Weird Al. Oh, Weird Al as the oh, halftime show would be so fantastic. It that would. would be amazing. Be great. I saw his, that one. Honestly, point, and then you the get like. who was, town is fantastic. 
Yeah, but if you could get like Coolio, I believe it was Coolio mm. who had whole beef with him. Get Coolio to be like one of his like bro <laughs> artists with him out there. Yeah. Like, oh, he's so good. Like, get a number of the people that they are parodying to come out and help perform the his parodies. Right. Dude, break the internet. Well, that was so cool. Like, cause uh, I forget who the guitarist for. Uh... Oh shit! Now I can't remember the band either. So I can't remember anything. Move on. Hey, is Avril Lavigne? Like... Who's Avril Lavigne dating these days? I don't know. You got that one loaded, Barry? <laughs> She's not with Kroger anymore. Kroger is that his name? I don't know. Cooper. Like you don't know Barry. I yeah, know. I like how he's like, oh, uh, it's I. I don't. I don't know who that is. Who is that guy? Ewan McGregor. He definitely doesn't have my hair doll I sent him. Oofta. Okay, so, um, so okay, you you talk oh, about. Oh, I'm how sorry. We you, we cannot let that oofta go. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> that is You're awesome. sorry. You, now everybody knows we we're got a, it in there. We got it in. Now there. everybody knows we're a Minnesota podcast. There's an. Well, I mean, we say it all the time. I actually I moved to say. Minnesota and started saying oofta because I thought it was funny, and now it's just like in there as part one of my of vocabulary us. now. One that, of that's kind of yeah. like when you like turn around when you don't mean to and you say oop. I was gonna say, like, have you started saying "ope" op- yet? Op- op- sorry, I'm there. not doing that one. No, didn't mean to get in your way. Here you go. I I said "oofta," and then I like saying "oh for shit" because I think it's hilarious. <laughs> oh for shit, because everyone's like, "Well, oh for cute," you know, that's oh, that for thing. Cute. My favorite oh, for is shit. Oh, "oh for Christ's oh, sake." For sake. <laughs> yeah, see, I like just throwing in like the the swears in there because I think it's very funny. Um, but it's kind of like when you know someone who says "warsh." And so you start saying it as a joke, yeah, and then like someone's dad. like, then you're like, oh, I gotta go wash my hands. Oh, In fact, my dad once it's told me, me he was going to Washington D.C. and I was like, what? <laughs> There's an R. <laughs> or bagels. Oh, well, it's right in the name. It's right in the name, eh? Okay. So, anyways, um, you were talking about how you had you didn't let, and so was it that you didn't have the experience? Because I think the other part was you're watching videos well, that true. someone else did a screen capture of. It's not you actually going into the show, which is the hard part. Like, I was talking to you guys about it, and I was going to see if there was one. And um, BTS had right after we were talking about it, BTS did a music video release, and then Slushy the next day had shows in there. But I didn't send things out because I'm lame. And, uh, you know, I figure you guys are all adults that could research things on your own. Actually, I don't know if there's been anything in there since then. But and we're I, barely I, adults. <laughs> Highly functional, older looking teenagers, <laughs> which is why we have a podcast bitching and arguing and complaining about yeah. music. <laughs> exactly. Well, here's yeah, the thing. Like last it. night, uh, one of my friends came over and we listened to, uh, uh, album live at. San- you can just say your wife, Barry. Oh, you don't w- have to. Oh, are you kidding? Do you think she listens to LPs with me anymore? We listened to Johnny Cash live at San Quentin, and uh, oh, I'm sorry. No, it was. It's a good album, sir. Sure. Okay. Original, original pressing. I'm, I'm getting through some of my uh, father-in-law's records too. So, uh, but uh, was there a point to this story? Or yeah, was just for you to flex on your awesome. vinyl. Settle down. Uh, played over a nice stereo where you get a sound Flex. stage, and Flex. Jesus, it Flex. Jeff Goldblum. What are you talking? The the point is, <laughs> if you if you play a good live album over a decent stereo, you get a good experience. And if you're with people you want to talk with, it's it's a great experience. So. So I guess really what we're getting at is Barry's looking for people to come to his house, drink his beer, and listen to music with him. No, I'm if not. You're I have those people. Please hit us up on Facebook. <laughs> I have those people, and it, or MySpace. I thought it was MySpace. Or MySpace. Has anybody messaged, messaged us as MySpace? No. Is Tom our number one friend? I don't know. I'd have to log back in. No, I think he deleted us. Aw. There's too much going on on social media, as I think, for people to have fun on social media right now. I don't think that's allowed. I think yeah. that's just a, a thing. Maybe in like 
30 to 100 days, people can start having fun on there again. Yeah, I heard like Chris Great. Pratt got in, in trouble because he was like, hey, you know who to vote for? Vote for me for some award. And people were like, Chris Pratt's the devil. This election's too important to joke about. And it's like, no, if you think something's too important to joke about, you should joke about it more. Yeah. It's true. Speaking of which, I saw this great meme that it was a Facebook post that they had a drawing competition that you were supposed to draw a dog. <laughs> and the winner was based off of likes. And there was the second place was this beautiful drawing of a dog. And the first place was the derpiest drawing I've like ever seen. <laughs> it was just lipstick, but everybody knew what it was. It's kind of so. like when you go out on it's when you go to the Internet and you have any type of a competition. You're going to get a certain number well, of people that just like chaos. Bodie McBoatface. Yeah, I was going to bring up Bodie McBoatface. <laughs> Wasn't that a an English ship of war or something? I mean, we won't go into the the names, but I know that uh, the place that Barry and I work have a couple of times asked for suggestions for naming places, and I have been one that has provided those kind of names. Oh, yeah. And like, I write it and go, doesn't matter. This will never happen because that's no like I. I don't see most places being really comfortable with that, who, who are doing that. You know. But it's not going to stop me from doing it. <laughs> I'm and still whatever names are brought throwing up. Throwing the Bodie McBoat face. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyways, so, yeah. internet voting. Yay! <laughs> so, anyways, on social media, I think that we can see, some, maybe, maybe we'll get some uptick in some of the people messaging us funny things in, you know, again. Well, maybe maybe people will visit our uh, Facebook page and tell us that I'm wrong when I put up my next post. Have you put like, up posts? Or TikTok. I put up a post two weeks ago. I, I was going to put up one tomorrow because I moved my stereo, and that's always a post to put up. Stereo mm. movement is always notable. Nice. Very it's important. Do, do either of you want access to the Facebook account? Because I don't really use Facebook. What's Facebook? Yeah, exactly. I I'm I'm just gonna say I'm on Snapchat and TikTok, like you know, like like any red-blooded American. <laughs> I'm not on right. Snapchat or TikTok. You got to be on Snapchat. How else are you gonna take a picture of your penis and put it up? Right. I'm old school. I put it on a billboard. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes it doesn't fit. Wrong, billboard. Just, com. You know, if it's not one of those big interstate billboards, she's not going to be big I enough. Po- I Polaroid it and mail it. So <laughs> here you go, mom. Your weekly picture, else, just in case. <laughs> it's how Josh supports the United States Postal Service. It's just there him doing go. his part. Yeah, but just just making sure that those. <laughs> Those stamps are to, worth it. To his to his wife. He's putting it through the mail as a Polaroid back to his wife. Bold strategy. <laughs> I was <gonna> say. <laughs> it's, it's it's a weekly thing. It happens every Monday. <laughs> Happy Monday gets it every Friday. Boy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so music. So Barry, is there a way that you've actually interacted with not your vinyl, but other music in the COVID era, or are you really at this point doing more of the soul-searching, nostalgia, looking back? No. Or are I, you looking to any well, artists? Well, no. I've been to uh, a couple breweries that were having live music while everybody is being socially distanced, and so I really enjoyed that because there are some good local artists. But there again, you know, you're you're hearing, like, you know, the guitar and amp and, and, uh, and drums and you know, live and honestly, man, it was it was really moving to uh, to be like, oh yeah, I I miss live music. I can't wait to go go see some shows. Because, but you know, when I see like the uh, like I said, the sound was really good on the Fortnite things, and I actually might take a look at the list. Uh, you know, obviously a lot of the artists out there I don't care about, but you know, if I see maybe that more that jazz fusion thing or something like like that that i'm interested in i might check it out but uh i don't know the instagram any of the these videos that sound like they're in their bedroom with a cheap mic i got no interest these guys are highly trained uh musicians they've built a brand and to uh just take a video like a 16 year old girl with a badly tuned guitar it's beneath them frankly 
and I'm not about it. I don't, I don't even know how to follow up with that. Take no. that. Musician. If you it like it, go like visit it. Sixteen year old girl with a microphone in your yeah. bedroom. Take that yeah, person who's, who's trying, trying to share their art. Yeah. Fuck you. Who's being Good vulnerable luck. and putting themselves out there. Yeah. Fuck you. Hey Barry, how much music have you ever shared with people? Yeah. I share it all the time. Go get Come a ten thousand yeah, with not your family. Not come your back family. How many? <laughs> yeah, fuck you, sixteen year old girl putting it exactly. out there. Sorry, I'm reading Being, a text from my wife. Sh- Sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, I can't respond, guys. I guess I kind of threw that one out there and mocked someone who, you know, I, maybe I shouldn't have. Eh? Sorry. No, I'll I'll mock a sixteen-year-old girl. Sorry. Who doesn't yeah. Turn her guitar. I, got a, I got a friend coming over to listen to an album. Uh, <laughs> it's a it's a live album on my great big sound system. It's pretty sweet. You know. It's not a great big sound system. It's a it's a very discount sound system. It's fucking as cheap as I can make it. Oh, look at me! I got this thing all here. It's the cheapest I can make it. Ah, oh, you fuckers. Hey, have any of you guys been invited to listen to any of these albums over at Barry's house? I mean, I haven't. I don't know about you guys. No, not well, once. Yeah, no, no, I got nothing. Now, played we, you now we know where we line albums up. at my house, so fuck off. Well, yeah, I get it. Oh, yeah, sure. Uh-huh. Yeah, cool. Mm-hmm. I brought, you guys came over for one of the Christmas shows, and I go, Josh, look at this. And it was the Muppets, and he was like, <gasps> So. That was the second Christmas. Um, that was the first time we were at your house. That was the second Christmas episode. Just, just yeah, so now it's old news. So like, I've already been no, there. No, it's to it. fake news. <laughs> <laughs> no, all I, right. I just if if someone, I mean, amateurs can set up a, a a studio that sounds good, and for for professionals, yeah, keep keep making your jerk off hand motion. Uh, for professionals to act like. This is quaint and, and and good. It's bullshit. They should know better or they should hire a guy to come in and then hire a lady to clean it all when the guy's done. And then they come in and record the shit and put it up on the Internet. It's like I was going to say, that's exactly what you want in COVID. Other people coming to your house. Well, you know, the rock stars aren't doing it. So and especially recording shit like. Just leave it in the bathroom, dude. <laughs> no, I, I will say, I think that what you're getting to and this was like like. You're saying if you're a musician, you should have a room that's equipped for something like this. And I think that at the same time, I think people like that. And also it's the I accept that it's not going to sound as good just because it's just someone who's just doing it. And I mean, it's, I think that there's a little bit of like the um, you can have a really good musician that's playing in a very small club that doesn't sound as good. And you're still going to appreciate that. Sure. Even though the sound system may not be great versus seeing them in like the best sound scenario with you know tons and tons of people where the production level is so incredibly high and sometimes those really cheap shows are like some of your fondest yeah but, but here's it the really thing, depends Carson, on what you're looking for at any given like, point people and, and are that's re- where i'm not saying right or wrong no i'm just saying people are recording this shit on their iphone and it's like you have thousands of dollars of equipment sitting there Fucking plug a recorder in well, and put some tracks down and, and not a decent recorder. And not to fully come to the to the aid, not not to fully come to the defense of of, of all musicians, but a lot of them don't have equi- uh, access to that equipment because they don't know what the hell it is because they're a fucking musician. Well, I think his example is more of like if you have a two thousand dollar <laughs> guitar and you're putting it through an and you, and you just have a an iPhone up, that's his complaint. But at the same time, like, hey. You're going to record this. You're going to have someone who plugs in to do a sound check for yourself, record it, send it off to have someone produce it with the video that you took off your iPhone. So that way it sounds really good. Then the argument is, why didn't you get a professional grade camera? And if you have a professional grade camera, it it really is that if you give a mouse a cookie in in a really big way. Then they make butter. Yeah. Right. I get it. Well, if these guys want to get their name out and put quality behind it in the age of COVID when they're not playing shows, why don't they fe- uh, drop a couple bucks on fucking Amazon, have the shit delivered. and A couple bucks? Bucks. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's going to be a little bit of equipment, so yeah. But I'm just saying. Oh, I just, I heard box. Yeah. And it's a... Barry's up on the new Re- hip Rewind, slang. play that clip a couple times. Mom, if you're listening. Rewind. No, I'm sure. A couple times. He said box. Right now, <laughs> right now, Karsten inserted the box so I can hear it in the play, uh, replay. 
No, you can do it. I believe in you, Barry. It's a button <laughs> on your on your thing. You can just hit back 15. You'll be okay. You think I'm going to yeah, listen Don't to you this have before? this professional equipment, Barry? Come on. Yeah, I mean, if you're going to do this, you should have someone who's there professionally. Yada, yada, yada. Screw you, 16-year-old I'm not girl. S- some f- <laughs> fucking... <laughs> you know what Barry doesn't endorse? People sharing their stuff. That's really the That's highlight of this entire clip. That's not what I was saying. I'm saying... Barry. Exactly. Barry's sitting here like... Professional hey, you know really musicians cool? putting our music. bullshit sound is dis- below them. That's what I'm saying. If they I mean, don't have... If they don't take the time... Angels and Airways made care- a career out of that, so... <laughs> Yeah, well, right now they're sitting at home going, what do I do? And so then they pull out an acoustic guitar on their iPhone and make a video and pull it up on Instagram. And that's no, and then right they, now, people say this is great home. and they get a dopamine reaction and then they're all happy because they've gotten that that support from people. And they're sitting at home wondering if aliens exist and how hmm. they can prove it. Tom Cruise? Wait, are you Tom not? Long. <laughs> Fair enough. Tom Cruise knows aliens exist. Fair enough. Wrong Tom, my bad. (laughs) Boy. So I guess I'll go ahead and just say in closing that if you are a musician who wants to share your music in any way, I won't try to silence your voice. I believe in you, and you keep doing it. Share this if you need it, because I believe people are there to hear you, and they want to hear your gift. I don't know about you, Barry. I just wanted to go ahead and just throw that out there. Unrelated to anything Barry's saying. Yeah, that's not what I, I second. I so. sign on to that as well, Karsten. That's a third. Barry, no, I just have to ask, can you condemn silencing people's art? <laughs> yeah, that, that's not what I was saying at all, Karsten. I just am asking you to by. condemn silencing people's art. No, I just expect more from people. Do you just want them to sit back, maybe? Just, stand just by. sit back, stand, stand by. by. That's... Yeah, if you think <laughs> I want to hear your guitar out of tune, tune your fucking guitar. That's what I'm saying. All right, so if I think we've 16, really covered everything here. Practice. Practice, listen to it, then put it up. Don't just throw it. <laughs> Which I will I will actually go ahead and just throw this out there. That is pretty much the consistent message that Barry has said all along. He talks about Nirvana and it was the practice before Nevermind that made Nevermind successes is one of the things that Barry's actually brought up before. So actually the practice thing fully in line with the rhetoric that Barry would use in all of his debate uh, campaign. Nope, uh, just statements. <laughs> um, so there's that. Barry, Barry does not look like he's having fun with this one. <laughs> Well, it's three versus one. You're like, hey, all these uh, shitty Instagram videos are awesome. They make me feel good. And I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> it's COVID. You oh, should man. be feeling oh, like Real that. quick, I don't watch Instagram videos. <laughs> I'm just going ahead and saying that. It's not that I dislike them. I'm just not actively on Instagram. So I'm not really against you on that. It's more just if I see a target, I'm going to just kind of no, turn the wheel I a little bit towards that. it. <laughs> Okay, so uh, anybody else have anything in closing about the music in the COVID era? Go get yourself some live albums. Yeah, I would, I would and, actually agree with that. And thank you to all the artists that are like trying things and doing new stuff and helping us all get through this shitty time. And if there are any that. artists that want to do some live stuff here... Uh, I think that would be a fun thing to actually do a, a, a play something here live. Specifically, if anybody has any connections to Nickelback, I am a thousand percent I, on board. Can I ask you? I just have one incredible. one one point of how how exactly do we do something live on a podcast? I would go live on on Bookface and stuff like that. Oh, sure, okay. Yeah, can we can we simulcast we, to MySpace? Is that a thing? We legitimately do have a a, a Facebook page and a MySpace page, so like and a well, Twitter. That's true. I I was just talking about the podcast part. I was like live podcast. Well, more of it if they wanted to actually play on the podcast, I would definitely put that on there. Yeah, if we could get oh, yeah. if if anybody has any connections to Nickelback, though, that is a hundred percent my dream guest. But I will go ahead and say, if you do know them. 
I would like to have them on, but I do not want to talk about Nickelback because I think that's what people would expect. Mm-hmm. Like I, I'm Agreed. actually genuinely interested in I mean, talking to artists about music stuff and like influential albums and mm-hmm. you know, just I think that there's a lot of stories to be told about, you know, like again, you talk about touring his life. These are things that they when when you commit to that again, there's so many songs that talk about that the life isn't necessarily what you expect it to be. Um, and artists talk about that, that, you know, they're used to doing this tour where they're out on the road and there's a commitment that has to be made with that, that honestly, I don't know that everyone can make that commitment. It's a lot of choices to be made. Um, and, and that's actually something I would, I would love to, but anyways, that that's all. Josh, you have anything? Standing by. Standing by. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, for this episode, I've been Karsten. I've been Carrie. I've been Joshua. I've been Barry. Thank you for sharing your time with us. If you like this episode, we are so sorry. But this has been the Black Door Music Argument, where opinions are always welcome. But are probably wrong. Including mine. We provide the best research Wikipedia offers. So tell all of your friends and your mistress. Or your manstress. Or your other token female friends. But not your grandma. Unless your grandma's fucking cool. Make sure to rate and review us on iTunes. Look for us on Instagram. We're not on Instagram. Follow us on Twitter. We don't tweet. Like us on Facebook. Okay, Boomer. Talk about us on MySpace. Or Friendster. Stop trying to out MySpace me. And always remember to clear your browser history. But most of all. Especially important. Super crucial. The ultimate. Baby, Baby it's, it's cold, cold outside. outside. <clears throat>